Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sounds Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man is a 2020 science fiction horror film written and directed by Lee Wannell. It follows Cecilia whose abusive ex takes his own life, leaving her his fortune. But Cecilia comes to suspect his death was a hoax. And so, as a series of coincidences turn lethal, she works to prove that she's being hunted by someone nobody can see. Uh, How good's this movie? It's fucking good. It's very fucking good. Great job, Lee Wannell. Very good. Yeah, Lee Wannell, very well done. Have you seen his previous work, um, Upgrade? No, I've I've got it on my watch list. Oh, that's him. That's okay. him. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I was reading today when I was doing research. Um, because that's meant to be very good. Also, is he saw affiliated in some way? Like, has he worked with James yes. Wan? Yeah, yes. he, yeah, yeah. He wrote it, didn't he? he they wrote yeah. it together. Yeah, yeah. He's cashing those checks, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's cashed it, and then he's used it to make. Do you know what I love is that this is like the stealth reboot to the universal dark universe that fucking bombed with the sleeper hit of the year, The Mummy. Uh, <laughs> five stars. Five five stars. stars. You cannot say five stars. Oh, we, we did. That's illegal. Um, but they've, 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 this movie's come out and it's been fairly well received by critics. Audiences have really enjoyed it. And it's a really competent and, at times, fucking scary movie. I am so scared of wide open spaces. Oh, yeah. And like... You know the thing with wide open spaces? They're fucking everywhere. You can't avoid them. <laughs> We're in isolation. My room is like got so many empty spaces in it. And like I do love because they set that up so well. They set it up so well and so early where you had that slow pan to the other side of her room. And of course, you're looking for what's not there. Mm. And it just it's a beautiful co- it just trains the audience. It trains us to to just immediately be afraid and be looking for things, you know. And there's and then after that there's no real escaping it because now for the rest of the time I was just constantly scanning every inch of that house she was in and then every every, every other location she went to just tense and waiting and we've talked about this before where good horror obviously it it makes pressure and then it releases it and this movie didn't fucking release it no for a good long time you can't get a jump scare when you can't see the thing that's going to jump out <laughs> yes <laughs> 
the cinematography is incredible. Yeah. Oh, like the, the negative yeah. space framing and even like the, the opening credits are fucking cool. Like the, the water crashing in on the rocks. And it just dives it dives straight in. That's another impressive thing is you actually, when you think about it, you don't see the invisible man's face really. Yeah. Yes. Until like yeah. the last 10 minutes of the film. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking about that too, Carney, where, where you hold off on showing the monster. So not only did we not see the man himself, we did obviously didn't physically see him or his suit or anything but i also like that we didn't have to see the awful uh violent acts he was doing against her like her escaping that house told us everything we needed we didn't need to visually see his abuse it was all implied it was all sort of off camera and i thought that was really well done in some ways that almost makes it more tense because then when the violence does start later in the film it's it's really your first proper shock. It was one of the most clever aspects of the film, I think, mm. the way that he just he started it just straight in. It's her terrified already. As soon as you see her terrified sneaking out, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, he's a fuckhead. Yeah, like you just know that opening sequence is 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 phenomenal. That the tension of her again using wide open spaces, those long pans of her walking down these huge corridors past these windows mm-hmm. is. So stressful. And her, like, getting dressed and looking at her phone with the camera turned back to the bed to see if he's moved is just... Yeah. Like, you just want to, like, vomit and die. That whole sequence. (laughs) Yeah. And straight away, you're like, how big is this? Like, just get out of the house. But the house is huge. Plus, she's smart enough to know she has to turn off the alarm. She has to do all these things. Get up on the stepladder. And I just, I'm just like, get out of there. Just leave already. And it takes so long, but it's necessary, but it's awful. No, it's, it's just that, that having, like you said, having that show up so early. The other thing it does really well in that, like, having, not being able to see the things that happened to her, just having her talk about them, is that mm. then when people start to doubt if she's telling the truth about being attacked and accosted and all this, it makes sense because it's like, well, you haven't actually seen this. People are saying, well, no, he wouldn't have done that. Mm. It builds that narrative and that really terrifying theme that underlines the film of, you know, believing women or people in, in these right. kind of situations. That's the real monster. The real monster is domestic violence, guys. It's fucking good. Yeah, and, and not believing the victim. And, like, what better analogy than literally having an invisible man that only she's aware of who's who's tormenting her yep. like that is phenomenal that is so good boys i think within the last 12 months there have been two perfect examples of why the academy awards need to respect genre films like this mm. we had lapita in in us Ooh, and yes. yep. elizabeth moss in this is it's one of the best performances of the year, surely. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how many movies are actually going to come out this year, but... Hey, she could actually win an Oscar because there's so few movies to come out, they have to put her in. <laughs> oh, but the Oscars are such wankers, Tom, that they'll still ignore it. They'll be like, oh, that's no, a horror film. But yeah. she, like, honestly, that you got to respect actors who do so much more when they're not speaking. Yeah, just oh, yeah. purely from the looks yeah. on their face and the way they react to the environment around them. Mm. She's incredible. Like, she's absolutely incredible. It's a masterclass, yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous... The amount of emotions she can portray on her face in, in a short amount of time and just they're like little knives stabbing into the audience where you just can't help but feel every single one of them. Like the empathy oh. you have for her because she's such a good actress is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That that beat when she is talking to the daughter of the, the family that she's staying with and the daughter looks down at the ground and gets punched in the face. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, why would you hit me? And she's like, I wouldn't do it. And you're just like, oh, like you just want to scream yeah. at the TV. She is so good. And 
the other thing you got to factor in as well, I don't know how it was necessarily filmed, but my gut feel is she is often acting to no one. Yeah. It is just her talking to empty, an empty void. Yeah. Unless he's, you know, throwing around, in which case I assume it's like a suit and then they edited it out with VFX. But the scenes where she's talking to like empty chairs mm. in the assumption that he's there, oh, so good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So and, good. And it's the sort of thing that could so easily be cheesy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. look at any yeah. of the other interpretations of this movie and there's there's moments of cheese or what have you. But never for a moment did you ever not take it 100% seriously. You knew just how terrifying this was because Lizzie was giving it all to us. Like, you couldn't not know. Yep, yep. Has there ever been... There's obviously been a few different adaptations over the years. Has there ever been one that the point of view has not been at all of The Invisible Man? Um, That's a great question, Carnes. I'm trying to think. I I was going to say that Hollow Man, but no, there's a lot of Kevin Bacon just as Kevin Bacon, isn't there? Like, he's the villain of that. Mm. But it is it is his yeah. story. Whereas with this, mm. we're just with the victim for like one hundred percent of the movie. Yeah. Like, is there a scene she's not in? Uh, I don't think there is. Yeah, there's one, Sean, the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. <laughs> can we talk about that ending as well, without you know ruining anything? I guess, but sure. I mean, we can. If you're listening to this, you know, cop it. Um, that ending is so good. So good. It is exceptional. Mm. I was ready for it to end when, you know, at the house when she came in and he's attacking the the friend and his daughter. And that still would have been a satisfying ending. She she beat her tormentor, you know, but then to take the mask off and it be his brother and think, oh, he is that good. Like, this guy's the yep. ultimate gaslighter. Of course he's got a backup plan to his fucking backup plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that, and for her to just just not even be shocked at that point, like the she she became so wonderfully terrifying when she just kind of got scented. Yeah, you know, this, this sort of this calm descends on her, and all of a sudden she's kind of terrifying in a in a way I very much liked. It's that 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 shot of her at the house when she goes to the bathroom and he's sitting there waiting for the bathroom and she just looks at herself in the mirror and you're like, what the fuck are you about to do? <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgetting that there is another suit floating around. They set it up really well though, didn't they? Yep. They did because I kept waiting for that suit to show up as evidence uh, that she was right. I thought that's I yeah. thought that was what it was there for. Well, that was almost a red herring because of course, no, it was there so that she could finally enact her revenge at the very end. It's that, it's that thing that... that- that thing of, um, and we, we may have talked about this before, when we were all at uni together and there was that thing where that guy uh, talked about, in a horror film, the protagonist will keep failing when they try to defeat the monster as a human. Mm. It's not until they become the monster that they will yeah. finally overcome the monster. She literally can't beat the Invisible Man until she's literally the Invisible yeah. Man. That's a cool point. It's good. It's good. And I, and I even just love that she did try one last time. She knew it wasn't going to work. I feel, I feel like she knew it wasn't going to work. Trying to get him to confess to being, to have been the one who's done the majority of it, um, but she didn't need him to in the end. She needed to have seemed like she tried. Yep. It's beautiful. Like she obviously went in there with a plan and just, hmm. oh, it was so satisfying, so satisfying. That shot of her too at the very end where she's cuts his throat, walks in, screams, yes, goes over to him, calls the police, and then just steps out of the shot of the. TV camera and it, like her face just dies, like yes. she just kills her expression and just looks at him coldly. And you're like, "Oh, bitch, what yeah, you doing? yeah." I mean, she just sits to watch the show. It was oh, chills. Yep. I think that in giving this four stars, I've rated it too lowly. 
I, I gave it four and a half. Yeah, I think it's a four and a half. It could easily be a five on a rewatch. I, I gave it four and a half, but the reason I gave it four and a half is that I hated this. Okay, it, it lost half a star because I'm a little piss baby, and the look <laughs> of the suit made me so uncomfortable. The look of that suit fucking... When she throws the paint. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Little dotty fucking piece of shit suit. <laughs> yeah, what is it, Tom? Is it is it that it looks like it's kind of covered in lots of little eyes, or is it that uh, tryptophobia or something like that? You know how there's like that there's that thing where there's lots of little cavities. Fear of small holes. Yeah, I, it's not oh. that. I think it's the grossness of the eye thing. I yeah. don't. I, I could look at a. Uh, so I think the idea is you could look at a honeycomb right. picture and you'd be really uncomfortable if you had the trixer popper bopper phobia. I don't have that. Yeah, I just found it gross. It was good, and like one, I love that. The man himself didn't become invisible because if you like, even just with a little bit of scientific knowledge, you're like, okay, well, then he wouldn't be able to see, is sort of the, the scientific background to that. If you yourself are invisible, then there's no light coming into your eye, you can't see. So having a suit is perfect. And then saying, well, this suit also is going to be creepy, is just another layer to the, to the fear. When the suit's malfunctioning, I thought that like the whole idea behind the visual look of that was really cool as well. Just that static. I didn't think I would get. I would have a lingering fear from this movie because I've never been in a in a traumatic relationship, and I don't really believe the technology exists. I kind of figured I would finish the movie experience having been afraid for the whole thing, and then I would be fine. I would be able to sleep soundly, <laughs> except for the fact that it was super windy the next morning, and one of my doors swung open and swung closed, and it wasn't like a big ba boom. The wind smashed it closed. It was a slow, eerily creak. Kind of long enough for someone to have stepped into the room oh. and then closed it behind them. And I kind of like the rational part of me said, don't go down that rabbit hole. But then the other part is like, yeah, there's definitely an invisible man in the room right now. I have a, a similar thing at home where in the lounge room, there's these um, two glass doors that open up to the laundry and then to outside. And because there's like a little gap in the outside door, wind blows through. And when I'm watching movies, every now and again, they'll just come open. Oh. And slowly just like, and it's enough of a gap that since I've watched this movie, yeah. it's enough of a gap for a person to fit through. And I hate it. I fucking yeah, hate it. Because there's almost, there's, there's a timing element to it. <laughs> mm. The slow open rather than the slam. <laughs> Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> Do you think this movie has will be as effective on a rewatch, though? That's a good question. I suspect it might be because there, are, there aren't too many jump scares. Yeah. Weirdly. Like, there's the paint one where he gets on the face. and But for the most part, it's more atmospheric terror. Mm. So I think that that will just remain no matter how many times you watch it. The only other jump scare is when he runs up and punches the window of the car at the very start of the film. Oh, no. There is, there is one more jump scare. There's one more jump scare. It's when she's out for dinner with her sister and her sister gets her throat slit. Oh, it's so fucked. That was beautifully, horribly done. That was unreal. She finally has someone who believes her. Yeah. She literally, there's a moment in her sister's eyes where her sister's like, I believe you. Do you reckon, that, like, were there no cameras in that restaurant? It's so quick, though, that it looks like it was her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And the chances that the blue, the view wasn't blocked or something like that, I don't yeah. know. It was just so wonderfully done. Oh, look, 
guys, let's be honest. He would have snuck in earlier and disabled the cameras anyway. That's very true. That's very true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But even if there were cameras in there, if you're a cop, right, and you look at your footage and you're like, looks like the knife's not in her hand for a little bit. But, you know, (laughs) Occam's razor, she did it. (laughs) What's the alternative? Oh, could be an invisible man. No. (laughs) Like, she's fucked. Okay, well, what did we think of, of her actions? Did she act wisely or foolishly? I can't really, off the top of my head, I can't think of a, a moment in the movie where I was like, oh, why are you doing that? I thought she was pretty rational for someone who's yeah on the edge of being unhinged, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because it, it, it did that really good thing where she, in, where in film, the character to beat the, the foe tries the first logical step. It doesn't work. You go to the next logical step. And it kind of kept escalating until, I think, until that scene where the sister got killed, she couldn't have defeated him. She was trying to do what she thought was right. You know, she went and talked to the brother and these sorts of things. Sort of the like the, the human responses, like you were saying, Tom, rather than the monster responses. And then once she was in the psychiatric ward, then she kind of started to act more like him. Like the, the, the way she pretended to kill herself. Uh, and through and through that, the baby was brilliant. Knowing that that would be the, he would stop her. Yes, yeah, fantastic. Like that's her one. That's her one card to play is that he wants this baby, and so she played it. She played it beautifully. Can we talk about just in that psychiatric hospital sequence the um, the one long take of him fighting all the guards? Mm. That was cool. Like. Such a cool sequence. Yes. Such a cool sequence. And they behave the way a normal person would, being like, what the fuck is I'm dead? <laughs> <laughs> and as well, like, the, it's that the suit again, the way it was flickering in and out, it just it worked. It worked to be so scary in a way I can't even really pinpoint why, but the way it was flickering in and out. And there's that, it's that funny uh, juxtaposition where there's this satisfaction of, well, now, it's, now that she's done this, she's stabbed the pen uh, into his suit, it's it's glitching. There must be cameras all over this facility. She's going to get proven right. Except he's killing everybody. So yeah. you don't really have the win yet. <laughs> Literally leaves that one guy outside who looks like he's dead. But then when she goes past him, he's still alive. I like too that early early when things start happening, it doesn't take her that long to, to not trust anything that's happening. You know what I mean? You, you would have thought that... Yeah, she kind of figures it out quite quickly. I think a lesser film would have had more bad shit happen and then eventually she maybe figures it out. But straight away, she was mm. suspicious, which I, I liked. I like her character because I, a lot. Because she's lived with him. Mm. And he, because, again, because the film starts with a bang, like you're in, you're there, that's not a big leap, which is kind of nice. It is nice. But it also, because she's so instantly suspicious, it actually it, it encourages everyone to think she's a bit crazy. Yeah, that's the genius of it. And... It, it also did that really great thing all all good horror movies do where we immediately like the supporting characters and are immediately thinking, well, one of them are going to die. I was so terrified in the towards the end when her friend was getting beaten up yeah. oh. in the hallway there, the, the guy with the daughter. Yeah. Because almost to the point, and I was watching it with my partner and she was like, she would have hated the movie, I think, if he died. Yeah. And I, I felt the same. I think I would have liked it less because... You know, sometimes movies are like, oh, as long as the hero survives, nothing else matters. Mm. The collateral damage doesn't matter. But it does, man. If the friend died, I'd be like, fucking hell. What am I sitting here for? Well, because I think he's lost a lot already because it was the sister's boyfriend. So he's lost his partner. 
and he's kind of now because even at the end when he's like you didn't want a confession he's still lost something he's lost the partner and he doesn't trust the sister anymore because mm. she's fundamentally broken now so he's actually kind of the, the guy that comes out unscathed he's still got his daughter though yes correct he's still got his daughter and I did like that ending where she's because she's become the monster and and because he's a cop who's got these obviously morals and values it can't you can tell it doesn't really sit right with him the action she's chosen to take. As well as it gives that hint, and I don't think it... I, I kind of don't really want them to play it out. I don't really want there to be an invisible woman where she's now the monster because I think that would, would lessen it. But I, I really respect and like that it's there, that the, the setup's there even if they never use it because it... I don't know. It's It really feels like it gives an end to the circle of her arc. Well, because it, 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 it gives that... Un- unnerving thing of like he's like well no I trust her but also Sheena has the ability to become invisible well I kind of like that that broader idea that now she could go around in that suit and go around and, and kill domestic abusers oh I like that like a vigilante that is very cool like that's kind of cool I don't really need to see that film but the no. idea of it is cool mm. Uh, and yeah, you kind yeah. of think that maybe that's the logical thing she might do well, yeah I, I think we can definitely uh, conclude she acted very wisely given the multitude of uh, things she had to go against. So how would we survive in this situation, lads? <laughs> so we're being stalked by an invisible monster of some kind. Yeah, Not necessarily the same scenario, just a murderer who is invisible is coming after us. I'd be dead. Oh, well, I'd be dead too. I, I'll tell you, it would happen quickly. Um, I'd piss myself and then probably drown in my piss <laughs> and I'd be dead. <laughs> a hero's death. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's how we, and then Damo and I, are able to track him because yeah. he's left your piss footprints everywhere he's been. <laughs> Yeah, you pissing yourself could save our lives, babe. So everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would not fare well. Um, this is... It's a scary one. Well, it's it's an interesting one because it well, it feels like there's actually quite a lot of ways to beat him. Like, obviously, the paint, the fire extinguisher, you throw any kind of liquid on him, he's done, right? Or you scatter something on the ground around you like she did with the coffee beans. It feels like there should be enough ways to get one up on him. Of course, you need to know he's... There first. Yeah, but that's the thing. Say you, you come up with a way to expose him. Yeah. That's not, that's not even half the battle because he's still then a very physically strong man. And True. you have to fight him and probably get killed by him. Yeah. As well as he's his, his probably watching you as you set this trap. <laughs> Just shaking his head. <laughs> Just going, oh, mate. And, and he's already proven he's a chess player. Yeah. So he's seen your move and he's figured out the next three. Yeah, exactly right. We're shit at chess, I assume. Um, but you just know that you've set up a trap. He lets you set up the trap, take two steps backwards, and then he will just gently push you into the trap. Just like, oh, there you go, buds. Uh, well done. You yeah. know what we have that she didn't have? And um, that is people who might believe us. So I, I hope I can say this to you both, mm. that if ever I come to you and say, there's an invisible man trying to kill me, you'll just believe me and come and help. And then, you know, three on one. We got this. We don't, but we might. <laughs> <laughs> we need to home alone it. To me, that's the that's the most obvious answer, is we need to home alone this shit, find yeah. a house, set up enough yeah. traps that at least one of them will work. No, not even that. Don't even need traps. What we need is um, just to walk around with like bags of flour and everywhere we go, just throw flour in the air in front of us. Mm-hmm. Just... Leave, cover, fill the whole house with <laughs> Wait, sand. Forever? Are you yeah, talking about forever? Forever? forever. Just, or just for this one go, house? We're just flowing, okay. throwing flour out like, you know, it's someone's fucking wedding and it's a really good time. Mm. Just, hey, there we go, there we go. Can I make an alteration to that? Yeah. Make it something that stinks 
so you can smell him coming as well. Make it like raw fish or something like that. Oh, fish oil and flour. Mix mix flour and fish oil together so you can see and smell him. But you're just going to smell that if it's if that's all through your house. That smell is just going to be through your house. Ah, uh, true. So then it's very true. It's going to be. <laughs> and now your house stinks of fucking fish oil. You need to put something crunchy, something crunchy on the floor. Yeah, some autumn leaves or something throughout your whole house. Cover the floor with cornflakes. I'm thinking like. Isolation supplies here, right? Good. Cover the floor okay. with cornflakes, throwing yep. flour everywhere you go, and then when he when you see him, spraying him with really pungent perfume. It won't filter through the house, but you'll get whiffs of this cologne and you know it's here. Right. That's good. Save the scent until you know he's nearby. Just some links Africa. So then then we just have the problem of now now <laughs> now now we can see and smell him while he kills us. <laughs> <laughs> well then at least we know who's killing us. Like <laughs> Yeah. And we go out to the beautiful smell of a wonderful perfume. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't I don't really like our chances with this one, if I'm being honest. Because like realistically, he's got the upper hand right from the get-go. He, our only saving grace is that he actually wants to torture us. Yeah. That he's gonna prolong it, hopefully long enough that we can figure it out. But I don't know. Like you said, we're not I don't think we're the chess players he is. We've got something she doesn't have. All right. So say I get stalked by an invisible man who's slowly driving me crazy and making my housemate think I'm insane and my parents think I'm insane. Mm. If I went to you two and I said an invisible man is making people think I'm insane, bang, you're on board straight away. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we said before, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we still died. <laughs> true, true. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, man. What if we do your thing, Tom? What if we cornflake the whole house, but then yep. there's just one room where all the entrances, so maybe there's only one door into that room. You just, yep. like, can we put, like, string or some sort of, like, a, you know, like a force field type laser? I don't know. The old fish and chip door. You know, the, the beads or the, you know, the ones on, 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 like, caravans and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, but something... Something more advanced than that because they just blow in the wind and then we'll shit ourselves all night. True. But yeah, something like that. So there's only one entry point and we know. We can hear the crunches, we hear him coming and then we can see him cutting through whatever the thing is mm-hmm. and then as soon as he cuts it through, maybe we've got fucking paint, chuck paint on him and then just we rush him. Well, because at the end of the day, he's invisible but he's still a man. Yeah. He's just a man. Yes. Yeah. Look, when, when she fired those shots into him, he went down. He went down, you know? yeah. Well, the brother. So we don't have guns because this is Australia. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to need some other kind of weapon. I, I like that cornflakes are going to help us save the day. Uh, but what? I guess what else do you have in your houses that we can use? Whose house are we in? I guess is my question. I've only got one way in or out of my house and stairs. Ooh, oh, the stairs is good because you can push him down the so, stairs. So and the stairs are the stairs are creaky, and to get up to the top floor of my house, he there's only one way up, and that's via the stairs. Oh, mate, that's good. So if we set some kind of tripping hazard. Yep. Bang. Just push him. Doom, 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 doom. Ooh. And then what, what do you use to finish him off? Oh, uh, I don't know. Set the motherfucker on fire. I've got an incense burner downstairs. Bang. He's dead. Light him up. We've say, we've, and, and then if he gets away, he's going to smell like incense, so we'll be able to track him. Let's just drop him in the bathtub and throw a fucking hairdryer in there. Bam. I don't, I don't have a bathtub. Bloody hell. Now, the stairs is good, though. Now, nah, stairs is good. Although, yeah. Tom, you've got a balcony. He could just climb up the side of the building. No, he couldn't. I don't know how. how. What do you mean? He can do anything. What do you mean well, how? Okay, here's the thing. Then if he's going up there, we can lock that from the inside. So if he's going up the balcony, we would see the balcony door slide open. That's true. This is true. What if he is... All right, 
I'm trying to think of like other things we've watched. What if he's clever and he like cuts a gas line or something? He has to, he smokes us out of the house. If he if he's actually clever, we we can't beat him because it doesn't matter what traps we set. He could just like somehow start a fire, gas leak, get us out of the house, and then we're fucked. Mm. Then we're on nah, the street. I think we'd be. I'd 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 burn. I'd burn. <laughs> what? I'd just burn. Come and get me, some bitch. So. <laughs> He's got to get into my house to light the fire. So if he does get into the house and light a fire, you go, hey, mate, well played. I'm going to have to cop this one. Well well done. <laughs> I'm going to tip my hat to you. But he doesn't want me dead. He wants me to suffer. All right. What, what percentage do you, do you give your chance of? At my percentage? I reckon, I reckon we've got a 75% chance. I feel good. I feel confident about us beating him. 50-50. Here's the thing, right? If at any moment he goes, you know what? I'm sick of playing games. He could just kill you so instantly. <laughs> It'll be so easy. We're we're banking on him. We're banking on him loving the game and wanting us alive. But none mm. of us are carrying his child. <laughs> no, what have we got? Correct, correct. And also the reveal that I'm actually in the second suit. Come to kill you both. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. And if you scaredy listeners have any comments about this episode or would like to say hi, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or find us on Twitter. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared, everyone. <laughs>